It's Saturday. It's 7 a.m. This is ABQ Central with your hosts, Fred Slow and Van Nunley. All right, all right, all right, fire them up! And it starts right now on The Sports Animal. Today is a sad day, Albuquerque. I'm sad today, Van. I understand it's not a great day to be a cardinal. I am one of five adults who's affected by depression. A, a guy from St. Louis, not the bird. Not the not talking about birds. I, I am also talking about birds. Oh, really? I'm talking about everything that makes... <laughs> right, here's some things like in my life that are making me sad. Okay. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the ABQ Act studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. Duke City Cornell is taking a hiatus right now. Oh, Yeah, come October, they had to press pause because of the COVID-19. So we're no longer in their hole for this month. Well, goodness gracious. Yeah, but it's okay. Yeah. Because your boys are bouncing back with Evolve Strong. Proud sponsor of Sober October. Mm-hmm. And at 7.15, J.C. Chavez will be on the program. C.J. Nope. Chavez. Yep. <laughs> I was thinking of famed Backstreet Boy. J.C. Chavez. Thank you. Yeah. You know why I was thinking that? You got a lot on your mind, buddy. Because today's a sad day. It's a sad day for you. My co-host, my battery mate is Van Nunley. Good morning, Van. Morning, Fred. Sorry you're not doing great. Rough night for you and your boys. You know, like when you spend all covid not exercising and then you go to put on your favorite shirt and it's just a little too tight uh, you know how sad that makes you mm, not as sad as you last night but pretty sad good morning vital and a good morning guys well you could have said condolences i would have appreciated that i'm sorry to hear your loss thank you we'll spend more time on it later in the program major league baseball hall of famer legend Bob Gibson passed away yesterday. Nine times All Star, two time World Series champion, 1968 NL MVP when he beat up on your loved Detroit Tigers. Who? You. Nah. When he threw 17 KZs in game one of the World Series. Bonkers. He's three. one of the GOATs. How many strikeouts you want? Do you want 3,117? That's a pretty good number. Oh my gosh. 251 wins, two times NL Cy Young winner. World Series MVP twice. Nine Game time, changer. Nine-time Gold Glove Award winner. I saw him growing up when I was in Milwaukee. What? Lucky? Yep, and he was on the mound. He was just an imposing figure. and Just, just the, the way he pitched, the power that he had you know, off the mound, it was incredible. Yeah, I think it was, he had a one or two hitter against the Brewers that day. Gibby says, oh, the public just one thing, a good performance. Mm. So I'm sad today. I'm sad. Yeah, we'll go into it more later, but, I mean, the dude was a game changer. Not like someone who can impact one game. He impacted the game of baseball. Yeah. Change the rules. Change the rules. Just absolutely heartbreaking. Um, it seemed, like, today seemed kind of odd. Yesterday. Like Cardinals lose, that's fine. That happens. That Padres team is a buzzsaw. 
but like every dog in my neighborhood was barking yesterday. Nah, yeah. Yeah. I know those days. There was lots of smog outside. <laughs> Can't even get through it. <laughs> Mama cooked breakfast. With lots of hog. Lots of hog. That's all it was, really. Yeah. You know what I did? Did not get my grub on. Yeah. Did pig out, though. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was like a rough one. Got a call. You did not get a call from Yeah. No girl called. No, no girl called. No. A dig out. No one wanted to dig out. No. No. What we're doing here, Vital, if you're not aware. <laughs> I don't think Vital's aware of what's happening right now. No, actually, I do. Oh, my <laughs> oh, dude. Classic Vital. Yeah. You are the... You get it. You get a limonada in that guy. Yeah, you're the. Uh, he just knows just the hip hop references come back to him. Uh, I grew up right right next to the hood, so I know. Ah, oh, there we it go. Doesn't, it yeah. doesn't change the wording. It just how you pronounce it. Hmm. hmm. Uh, did you uh, did you dig into that banana bread I brought you? Yeah, brought yeah bread. by the way, thank you very much you're for welcome. the drink and for the food. Now, that looks if, yummy. Now, if you're uh, if you're wondering why it tastes different, yes, I was about to say, is because it's. Keto banana bread, because I had some ketogenic baking goods in my cabinet that, trying that, to get rid of. Is that almond flour? Yeah, we're talking almond flour and allulose. So oh, you fed that good. to me, but I have a tremendous nut allergy, and that only makes perfect sense because I'm so sad today. Oh. And we're doing Sober October, Vital, and it's brought to you by Evolve Strong. And the thing that's so interesting about our approach to Sober October is we become sad sacks. No, just you. We, I feel great. Well, I'm looking at you. <laughs> We're working with Evolve Strong all month long, and you can work with us, too. We're going to give you all the details on that here in about 10 minutes. CJ Chavez is going to join us. He's the owner of Evolve Strong. Owner, head trainer, general bad dude. Yeah. Wish my, and when I say bad dude, the baddest, I mean like in a good way. Yeah, not like he doesn't egg your grandma's house. No, it, he's the best dude. As sad as I am today, he will be the opposite. Totally. Yes, he brings that fire. Awesome, Jim. I've been going there for years, and I'm really excited to work with him, and I'm really excited to get just the rock. Jason Statham. Yes. Chris Pratt shredded. Okay. I love these transformations you're in, talking about. In three short weeks. Last week. You think I could pull it off, Vital? Last week we did the top transformation. The varsity last week was. I have faith in you. Thank you. <laughs> the varsity last week was transformations. Yes, it was. The varsity this week, Van, is saddest days. Mm, well, you had one last night. Because that, yes, I'm still sad. Well, I mean, this makes for really good radio, so I'm glad you're bringing your sadness <laughs> to the microphone today. <laughs> Who's sadder, me or my father? Oh, man, like every day he wakes up knowing he's your dad? You're talking about Jimmy Butler? <laughs> oh, man, they had it rough. I tell you what, they're the walking dead over there. Yeah, so good. I went to, uh, you know what I do for my day job? Yes. Social work. Correct. Guardianship. Yeah. You know, work with people with. Disabilities, mental illness, et cetera, et cetera. Won't go too much into it. But I was visiting a client earlier this week, masked, 
social distance, of course. And he has a cat, and his cat brought me a mouse. And his mouse was just in his mouth, dangling. And the cat was flipping the mouse up in the air and batting it around and just toying with it. Fred, that cat was the Los Angeles Lakers yes, yesterday. That is what that is true. That mouse is the Miami Heat. That corpse of a mouse. The Lakers could have won that game by 60. That was rough. I'm not a stats guy. You ready for one? 47 threes. Are you kidding me? Like Lakers had or just in No, they attempted 47 threes. Oh my god. No, you didn't say attempted. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, that's I mean You know what I think we're going to do today, guys? Uh short bench. Let's go zone. <laughs> hey Spolstra, um, maybe you're familiar with LeBron James? Maybe you coached him for 6 years down there in South Bend, South Beach. I'm I'm super happy for the Lakers. Yes. Out. And I'm super happy for the NBA. And the greatest this player. A great playoffs. Yes. The bubble Perfect. was wildly entertaining. Correct. The playoffs all the way up into this moment have been wildly entertaining. Playoffs? Playoffs have been so entertaining. But this feels like a, eh, man. Eh. No, you're wrong. This is what this is. You're watching the best player in the league, Rashawn Rondo. <laughs> Playoff Rondo. Yes. Put on a display. Playoff Rondo. Who's this Jimmy Butler guy? You're talking about my dad? Who's the third best player on the floor? Jimmy Butler? No. 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 LeBron. Playoff Rondo. Playoff Rondo is number one. Oh, okay. Go on. Anthony Davis is number two. LeBron is number three. Okay. We're at a transition point right now. Forget about Tyler Hero? Yes. On the loser squad. (laughs) He's not even better than the Caruso kid. His headband's stronger. David Caruso? I don't know. The little white kid. Yeah. Shooter. Rajon Rondo has 10 points last night. You're like, okay, that's no big deal. He's got 12 assisties every night. LeBron and AD, or AD and LeBron moving forward, because I'm changing it from Burt and Ernie to Ernie and Burt. You talking about Daniel LaRusso? Who's the headband kid? Headband kid? It's Kuzma. Kuzma. <laughs> Is that Kuzma? You missed my Karate uh, Kid reference there. I did. Yeah. Is it, I thought it was him or Caruso, one of the two. I saw that Cobra Kai got picked up for a third season by Netflix. Wasn't the first one on YouTube? First two were on YouTube first Red. Two were on YouTube Red. Alex Caruso. He he has that headband to hide his hairline. Smart move. Rajon Rondo is the greatest player in the NBA. On a team that features Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and Dwight Howard. 505-246-0610. Call in if you agree wholeheartedly with Fred. Or has Fred lost it? Danny Let Green him. has lost it. It's all about Rajon Rondo. That's the zone the Heat play. They they force you to just take shots. They'll let you take as many threes as you want. Yeah, this isn't La Cueva versus uh, Sandia. Like, you can't, like, bank on the mid-range jumps or to lose your team. This is the NBA. I've been in New Mexico for a long time. Yes. Is it Rajon or <laughs> Rajon? It's not that one. It's not a Rajon no. Rondo? I do not believe. Rajon. Well, listen. Rondo. <laughs> well, listen, five minutes away from CJ Chavez of All Strong. Here's what I'm saying. 
this thing's over for the Heat. We're going to come back next weekend. There's no more basketball. Yeah. Because it's done. Or well, we're going to come back in two weeks and there's basketball again. Because it just Cause, restarted. Because they just they get two weeks off and they got to restart at their normal time again. David Stern says, in the offseason, uh, we're done. <laughs> the free agent period is going to be 48 hours. We're at a point, we'll talk about this at length. We're at a point where we're watching, I believe, that that torch of best player in the league, LeBron, being handed to Anthony Davis. It's pretty sweet where you get to hand it off to your own teammate. That is sweet to me. Yeah. My money's still on Giannis, but Anthony Davis is 1A, 1B. He's seven foot tall. Is he? He's seven freaking foot tall. Is he seven foot tall? He's got to be if he's not. He scores in the paint. He goes to the mid-range. He shoots threes. He can make threes. That's. I did not expect him to add that to his game. I've been watching a lot of playoff games. I can, LeBron closed out one game all season. He's series. only 6'10", Fred. No, that's what he tells people on his Tinder bio so that so that gals don't run away from him. The brow adds two inches. He's seven foot tall. Wingspan's 7'6". See? You don't, yeah. You're not 6'10 with a 7'6 wingspan. You're seven foot tall. Shoots threes. He Real thing, like 10 offensive rebounds last night. Don't know if that's true, but that's close. CJ Chavez is about to join us. He's talking about our Sober October expedition as we partnered with the Vol Strong in an effort to not be what we are, which is terrible. I'm having a sad day. Dave & Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the ABQ Act studio, powered by Mexico Pinon. We play on Team I-9. We're bouncing back with the Vol Strong. 95.9 FM and AM 16. Making an effort to feel better today. I'm going to watch Marley and Me. <laughs> okay. Uh, Diedrich Baker. That's his name. DB? Yeah, the guy from Office Space. I told myself, Van, you're not going to Google this. Yes. Just wait for it. It will come to you. Diedrich Baker. If you have Office Space questions, ask a movie expert. <laughs> you have health and wellness questions, you ask a fitness expert. C.J. Chavez joins us this morning from Evolve Strong. It's Evolve without an E. E-V-O-L-V-E. No, I screwed up. <laughs> E-V-O-L-V-Strong.com. C.J., good morning, my friend. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Doing well. Welcome to the program. As you are Appreciate aware, because you've been so fortunate, just kidding, so generous to help us with our sober October, uh, we've become fat and slobby during the pandemic. We need every tip, C.J., on getting back into shape. Help us. <laughs> Well, I'm going to tell you a little secret. It, it's, um, this is the secret to success for weight loss and to getting, getting the fluff off. So you got to work out more and you got to eat less. Oh, shoot. There? I, <laughs> all right, cool. Uh, now back to the commercial break. Yes, we did it. <laughs> Thanks, CJ. We, we solved it. We solved the problem. Uh, see, yeah, no, no. You know, it, you know we, we, we try to make things so onerous and so big and so audacious. You know, we, 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 we all as individuals, you know, we, we, we look at – uh, these obstacles in front of us, and we look like the you know they're saying the COVID nineteen right. Uh, everybody's gained at least nineteen pounds over this pandemic. True, and taking that first step is always the roughest. But people always think that they have to tr get a gym bag, they have to replace all the food in the cabinets, they have to you know go to the gym for a whole hour, and by the time this whole endeavor is done, you know it's a two three hour you know time frame where that's absolutely not true. Really, what needs to happen is you need to make a choice. You need to make a cornerstone habit of just maybe one time after after lunch every day, go for a 15-minute walk, just get moving. And then 
just start jotting down what you're eating. Start you, you pretend your diet and food is like your bank account, like money. You gotta start logging your diet so that you know how much you're bringing in, so you know how much you're expending. And once you become accountable with your diet and you start that little cornerstone habit of just movement, maybe one time a day, and it doesn't have to be a lot, especially if you've been sedentary, you'll start getting the results that you want. You know, that half a pound, one pound, two pounds per week. And, you know, over time, you know, four to eight weeks, there comes off, you know, four to eight, maybe even 15 pounds for some people. And, you know, you're on your way to success. Awesome, CJ. Hey, I've been a fan of the gym for years. You know, I've been doing classes there for years. So it's we really enjoy when we got a partner or a sponsor that we're proud of the product. Can we rewind a little bit? Can you just tell Albuquerque who you are and what you do? You know, what Evolve is all about, I've been in this business now for about 20 years. And so I know I'm aging myself a little bit here. And so I've, I've kind of experienced all that needed to be done and all the individuals that come in through the door. And what I found is that we're just a bunch of compassionate people here at Evolve that when someone walks in, we walk with them hand in hand in achieving their goals. You know, we become your coach. We become your, your, your guru, you know, per se. And we're not necessarily just the trainer that's going to yell at you and stuff. You know, we, we try to inspire everybody that comes in here to better themselves mentally, physically, and emotionally. And that's what really sets us apart. And, you know, that's why, you know, during the pandemic and, and such, we, we've just been blowing and going. You know, our schedules have been fantastic. And it's because, you know, what we offer is, is real support. And we're the antithesis to today's world, you know, even though we have a virtual um, application and all that good stuff. But, you know, everybody's online and this stuff. But we're a community here, true blue community. And we're all here to support each other. And that's what Evolve Strong is all about. And, yeah, we have our claim to fame. You know, we're the Duke City Gladiators medical team and athletic trainers. And, you know, we have, you know, the largest fitness show within the state, Rise of the Phoenix. But really, each individual is special here and that's what sets us apart 505-872-3408 or info at evolvestrong.com cj you hit on something for me earlier that that really resonated you said first step and i always think the first step that's the hardest in the world of fitness is that one through the front door at evolve can you talk about a little bit what your initial experience is going to be for an individual coming into the club for the first time like what they're going to experience who they're going to speak with and just the fellowship that's going to be there Sure. You know, they always say that that the hardest thing is to just get to the gym or to just get to the workout or just turn the computer on for the virtual. I mean, that really is, you know, just getting into that mentality is the hardest part. But when you do get here, um, and and I I hate to say this, but everybody else uses it too, but it really is here. There's no judgment here. There's none whatsoever. When you walk in, you're going to feel like family. Now, during this COVID era, we do ask, you know, we have a wash bin outside. We are going to take your temperature and we are going to ask that you, you know, wear your mask while you're working, uh, while you're coming into the club here, um, we, that is, we have to keep that. I mean, that's just to, to, to maintain the safety of, of our club here. But when you do walk in, you're going to get greeted, you know, with someone that is sincere, uh, whether it be Lisa Viola, myself. And as you do come in, you know, we're going to acclimate you to the club itself, whether it's just be your first class, which is always free, um, you know, whether you be taking hot yoga, or boxing, an athletic class, or just a traditional group fitness class. Um, you're going to be shown around. You're going to be handheld. It's just, you know, you're going to be welcome here at the club and everybody here you know they, they they've been that first person coming into the club you're not just going to walk into a gym of equipment we're a gym of people and that's the separation and that's the beauty of it so you're not going to you're going to feel welcome you're going to feel comfortable it's going to be feel like a family and that that's the cool part well cj the the name of the gym is evolve 
and your logo is a phoenix. Can you talk about the kind of transformations that you're trying to make for people and how you're trying to make your community healthier? Sure. You know, we we were actually um, given a Pandemic Hero Award by Albuquerque Magazine for providing free online services to the entire United States. And actually, we had South America and Europe represented there for a while, and we had reached almost, I think it was almost half a million individual views on one day, in particular during the height of the pandemic. And um, what what we do is this, is we look at our community, and we, we everybody's on a different spectrum, part of their wellness journey on the spectrum, whether they're learning to, from, from the hospital bed, learning just to crawl, or from crawling, learning just to walk, or walking just learning to run, or we have our premier athletes, you know, our world-class athletes, you know, who are sprinting and flying now. And so what we look at, like the Phoenix, the journey of the Phoenix, whether you're coming from the ashes or you're coming from a different part of the spectrum, you know, we take you from there to that next level. And that is our job, you know, is, is to be that partner, that coach, whether it be an entire community or whether it be an individual. So, CJ, how do people access these online tools that you offer? You know, our Facebook page is absolutely free. And if they look at facebook.com slash evolve strong, you know, we have, no kidding you, thousands of videos on there now. So I never realized that we would become a production company if you talked to me um, March 12th of this year. But on March 13th, when, when the governor closed the doors, we turned into a production company. And so um, our YouTube and our uh, Facebook is really where we're at um, on there. And we go live at least two times a day with a yoga and a fitness class that people can actually see what kind of classes are being taught. And they're taught by professional athletes. So every, every single one of our trainers here, we still have 40 full-time trainers here at Evolve. And we've kept them through the entire pandemic. They're professional athletes, former NFL players, UFC fighters, professional dancers. Esteban was, uh, danced with Nigel Glifgall. Um, we have Bo, who was a frogman um, uh, in the uh, Marine Corps. So, I mean, it's, I think, Navy, or I forget which one it is. But, you know, these guys are real, real professionals. We have physical therapists on staff, Nancy. I think she was on the show last weekend. So you're going to get a really good, you know, quality instructor, and that, that's what we're known for. Today is my first class, CJ. I'm doing Surge Fitness with Tristan. Tell me what I'm going to experience and tell me if I'll end up, be able to walk out under my own power. You are going to absolutely die. Oh, Your <laughs> okay. death experiences make us all stronger, but death actually is bad for my business. So we take you right to that, ne- to that level, sir, and then we bring you right back. Is that fair? I deserve this in a way that you don't know. No. So what what this does is we do have what we call a hot room, and we keep the room at 102 degrees, about 30 to 40% humidity. There's nothing magical about it. It just warms your body up a little bit sooner than working out in a cold room. And it also offers just an environment of stress that's greater than the norm. So you're going to sweat. You're, 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 what you want to do is build that environment of stress in the body to release that growth hormone and to, you know, to make sure that the body is building bigger and better next time, that's the entire idea of exercise. It's like that placebo effect, getting that body to that stress point to where the body has to react to build the better and stronger to be able to, it, it adapts. It's beautiful. So that's what we're trying to do. And, and surge is done in the hot room. It's a low impact, high intense workout. Um, the entire body is worked from legs to arms to abs to butt to all the rest of it. And it's done in that type of environment. It's not for the faint of heart and it's not necessarily, you know, it's, it's a it's a push, but you'll do just fine. Well, CJ, uh, there's a big day for Evolve today. The 
Fly to the Phoenix Six Weeks Fall Challenge starts. You want to tell us about that? Yeah, so we've become known for our challenges here at Evolve. We, um, it all started about 12 years ago when I was at another facility, and we, uh, Albuquerque Ambulance, I still am um, their, their industrial trainer, um, and we, I handle all about five 600 preventive uh, employees' preventive health, and then I do some uh, other stuff with them too. And what we need to do is inspire those guys. They had back injuries, knee injuries, all kinds of injuries over there. And what we want to do is get in front and be, make that workforce a little healthier. Healthier. So we started what we call the Biggest Winner Program. And it was a challenge to lose weight, to build better knees, build better back, all that good stuff, core. And it's transformed into now what we call Rise of the Phoenix. And it's um, and Rise of the Phoenix is, an, is another story, but we now celebrate that with a big fitness show. That starts in January. But we have these little ones throughout the year, these six-week challenges called Fly to the Phoenix, where you still kind of get the same thing. And it, you get uh, dietary advice. You get accountability. This go-around, because it butts up against the holidays, we're bringing in some life coaches from Denver. Uh, we're bringing in some mindfulness coaches that are here, Lori. And then we do have you know our diet advice uh, individuals and our accountability trainers um, so it's virtual and on-site for six weeks and you get you know and I'm personally doing the fitness classes this go around again virtually and on-site so you can come here or you can log in virtually so this can be done from around the world or the state or however and so um, these are this is what we're known for and within that six weeks it's supposed to get that spin wheel started getting those cornerstone habits really ingrained so that once that six weeks is over you know you keep these habits and come back to it. it's like a tune-up you know and and so it lasts for six weeks. There's a good finite beginning and end point, and there's goal attainment in between, and we guide you the entire way. CJ, my final question, because we wanted to give you an opportunity, obviously, to talk about the gym and talk about everything you guys offer, but I want to make sure we can hit the listener in a way that they can relate. Um, a lot of Albuquerqueans have humble beginnings. A lot of Albuquerqueans don't necessarily have a comfort level in this world. You came from that exact kind of story, right, CJ? You you had a little bit of a humble upbringing that allowed you to kind of grow this thing. Can you just talk about your success here in the city and, and what's allowed you to get to this point with the club? Yeah, man. You know, there's no one else better to dig someone else out of a hole if you've not been there yourself, right? So, you know, I, I was born and raised here in Albuquerque. I, you know, I was in a two-bedroom trailer. My dad lost his job as a construction worker, and my mom was an educational assistant making $5 an hour raising five of us. And um, so, you know, we had nothing. And she sent me to um, a school that I didn't know anybody, and they, they were being dropped off in BMWs and Mercedes, and I was being dropped off in a station wagon with smoking, you know, with smoked in the back with full paneling falling off, right, with hand-me-downs, and I had stinky shoes from Payless. And so I started fighting. And so my mom said that, you know, if, if you're going to fight, you're going to fight for real. So she put me in the National Martial Arts Academy, and I trained under Ho Young. And uh, I moved out at 16. And um, and at 16, I never moved back in and never borrowed a cent from my family either. And I've always been on my own. But since then, you know, I was able to train, and I used to be able to train the young guys at the Martial Arts Academy, and that's how I put myself through. Then at 22, my dad had a heart attack, and he, he started a little rickety old company with a dump truck and three men. And I went in and I helped him build that organization to 500 men. We were ranked by Inc. Magazine. That company actually allowed me to go to Harvard. I failed five times getting in, but that, that's another story. But I was finally able to get in because I knew a professor over there. I met them through the ICIC, Inc. Um, and so through that, but then um, in 2008, when the economy went kaput and I was doing my final year, 
um, we lost everything. Um, we lost. We went from 500 men to absolutely nothing. I saw my family lose their house. I lost everything myself. And, you know, I really, really dug myself into a hole with some alcohol and some drugs and stuff back then. And I needed to find my happy space again. And so what I did is I went back into fitness, and I got my a job, you know, basically cleaning toilet, toilets at New Mexico Sports and Wellness. And that was my re-beginning of the training career after the martial arts career of eight years. And um, and ever since then, man, you know, now 10 years later that have always been around, um, you know, we had a little hiccup out there as well, but I cleaned that all up, and that was with some ex-partners, and we've been going really, really strong these last five years here at the Manal uh, and Sem- uh, Carlisle, I mean, excuse me, the Candelaria and Carlisle location, and, you know, I have business now in Oaxaca, Pachuca, and Puebla, Mexico, you know, I can, I do some stuff up in Seattle, and so it's been, it's been a really cool experience, but Again, you know, I'm I'm a real person. I've had my ups and downs, and I share that with individuals that come in here because most, a lot of times weight is just something that um, is secondary to something else that's going on emotionally. And what we try to do is, again, be that compassionate coach that, hey, you know, I've been there, I've done that, let's, let's get through this together type thing. Make sense? More than you realize, C.J. Chavez, 505-872-3408, info at EvolveStrong.com, E-V-O-L-V-Strong.com. I know you have a class to teach, so we're going to cut you loose, my friend. Thank you so very much for your time this morning. We're excited to share our journey with what we're doing with you, with the listener. I could not be more pumped. Awesome, guys. Well, we're excited to have you guys. Thanks, C.J. All right, guys. Have a great day. Can you believe 20 years of experience and he's only 25 years old? (laughs) Well, he looks 25. That's That's what it is. Yeah, that's the thing. Harvard grad. Yeah. Kidding me. Yeah. You're kidding me. What a journey. What a journey. So anyway, I'm excited to support him. I'm, I'm excited he's supporting us. It's the quality of people around you. Speaking of 815 today, Alexis Johnson will be joining us, Van. Are you familiar with Alexis? I'm very familiar with Alexis. U.S. Congress nominee, yeah. Alexis Johnson. So we're going to talk about uh, youth athletics here in New Mexico. Dave and Buster presents ABQ Central live in the ABQ Act studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion. We play on Team I-9. I'm getting strong. Evolve strong. 95.9 FM and AM 610 D sports animal. So normally, listener, I wake up I think 545 for the show. So we got a, you want me to hit the mute button? Where you? Is that a sneeze? Sorry about that. You want Donald Trump over there? Get, what is that? Uh-oh. Was that, what song? Is that the Home Depot song? Yeah, was it the Home Depot song? Did you, did we come into the Home Depot song, Vital? No, we did a Home Depot commercial. This is uh, Jet. Oh. And uh, called Cold Hard Bitch. No lie, that's the name of the song. Does oh, Arthur oh. Blank know that he stole the Home Depot song? Sounds like <laughs> it, doesn't it? Back to back, it did. Speak. Oh my goodness. Did I, so I wake up at like 5.45 every day for the show? You're going to have to play that for me during the break. I thought like you let the commercial bleed into us. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm into. You, I'm not mad at Yeah, that. you produce it however you want. Yeah. So I, I set an alarm when I wake up on the weekends, right? Because waking up at 5.45 is tough. Right. Because I'm so sad today. Yeah, you're very sad. I woke up to Harry Chapin's Cats in the Cradle. Oh, my goodness. Good song. What are you talking about? Yeah, if you want to miss your dad. Well. Did you follow it up with a little American Pie? No, I followed it up with R.E.M.'s Everybody Hurts. That's a good one. That's a good one. On my drive-in, it was Eric Clapton's Tears in Heaven. (laughs) 
I'm so sad today. Orale, little sad boy. I'm like a, I'm like a ten year old who invites all of his friends to his birthday party, but his parents are COVID nineteen cautious, mm. so he just he's there alone, sitting at the end of a, of a folding table with a cake, for one, and a and a clown, the it clown. Well, we're doing sober October, but I'd recommend sad October. S- some cold beer and some Hank Williams. Absolutely not. I'm two days sober. Could have used a beer last night. Yeah, you could have. Padres put it on. Do you think that you doing sober October and cutting beer out of your life led to the demise of the Cardinals? Yes. Yeah? There's no doubt about it. You mind. feel directly responsible, don't you? Because I am a good person. My boys don't deserve this. They were massacred, Van. They ran into the buzzsaw. That's Fernando Tatis's <laughs> predator-like locks. Look how they massacred my boy. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I am. <sighs> Congratulations to Tampa Bay. You know what will pep you up, Fred? Ugh, literally nothing. Nirvana's something in the way. No, that's a really good. Habit. That is that put is that, put that. Vital, you got that on are, deck. Are you talking about from 1992? MTV's Unplugged. <laughs> yeah, <it's>, <laughs> <laughs> we can start clapping along with that one. The Tampa Bay Rays will face the New York Yankees. The your Houston Astros, Woo! which I believe will be the 2020 World Series champion. Oh God, that's a great storyline. Wow. I love it. That sure would be. Keep going. I'm almost there. Ah. <laughs> we'll beat. The Oakland Athletics of Alameda County. I mean, the Astros are in their home stadium. That's weird. Uh huh. They're going to have that home f- wait. <laughs> I saw the neutral site, right? There's going to be fans. No, they're oh. playing in Dodger Stadium where they won the 2000 World's, 2017 World Series oh, with no help irony. whatsoever from anyone. I think I saw that MLB is going to have fans. Did you see this? Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Los Angeles, how does Donald Trump feel about that? Los Angeles Dodgers, who are world beaters. They're so good. We'll lose to the Padres. They will lose impressively to the Padres. It will not even be close. 505-246-0610. Clayton Kershaw will throw a no-hitter in game one. Yes. And then, and then get shelled in game six. But also, Corey Seager will throw a no-hitter for some reason, too. They're just going to put him on the mound. <laughs> this is 2020, yeah. after all. Mookie Betts is going to come in for three innings of re- hitless relief. See, the joke there, Fred, was the Astros are playing in their home stadium. Oh, I'm sorry. Because they beat the Los Angeles Dodgers in Dodger Stadium. I wasn't mistaken about the location of the game. That's the difference. I don't. I'm not following you. That's okay. Can't all be winners. The Miami Marlins will face the Atlanta Braves. The Atlanta Braves, to me, who if they can pitch the way they're pitching, also cannot be beat. How about sure. the Marlins and their pitching, too? Marlins they pitching just, is phenomenal. Shut down the Cubs. Well, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Cubs suck. Yeah. They had no offense. Really? Yeah. That's weird coming from a recently disgraced Cardinals fan. Oh, my bad. I thought the NL Central put four teams into the playoffs. Yeah. That's so crazy. Isn't that crazy that 
no central teams from either <laughs> either league. Are gone. Either league. It's all east versus west. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Looking at the Vital, I'm always right. How long have you known yeah, me? Figure it out, Vital. Good lord. <laughs> Not only is it all east versus west, it's inner division. It's east versus east, yeah, west versus west. More intense. East versus east, west versus west. If I wasn't in such a per- perpetual state of overwhelming sadness. Yeah. R.I.P. Bob Gibson. R.I.P. Bob Gibson. 84 years people. young. I would be very excited right now. Because this is as good of a playoff picture as Major League Baseball could possibly have right now outside the Cardinals not advancing. Sure. Tampa Bay and the Yankees and then Love. the Astros and the A's. So Man, good. So good. They went at it this year. The Astros and A's got into a two separate fights. They fought each other. Two separate fights. Yes. It, it is going to be fun. They sent a bench coach home for 20 days. <laughs> for inciting violence. Uh, is it listening here to Houston? Why can't you figure? Why can't you get your stuff straight? What's, What's the over under for hit by pitch? <sighs> I'm taking the under because it's the playoffs. I'm taking the over because they got it coming. We got one. We got one good one. So you hit? Yeah, Mike Fires is part of the A's crew. He's the one that kind of shed light on that scandal in Houston. Oh, are you he- talking about world famous snitch Mike Fires? <laughs> Yes. He's the lone good guy. Are you talking about wouldn't hang for a day in Albuquerque, Mike Fires? I don't know why. Are you talking about didn't watch Blood In, Blood Out and know that snitches get stitches, Mike Fires? So it's obvious to me that you can't tell the difference between north, south, east, and west. Because you don't have the moral compass that Mike Fires has. Okay. Because he is a godsend. He exposed the game to cheaters. Yeah. Which is the Houston Astros of Houston, Texas. Yeah, it's the th- third of baseball. The, the Astros fell on the sword for probably the Cardinals. Hole up. Because there's no way that the Cardinals have had decades of sustained success without cheating. Well, and then the Yankees, there was rumors about them. Oh, you're talking about that sealed document that they uh, have to keep in court? It's tied up in litigation that shows that they were also cheaters? Are you talking about the Red Sox, who also got caught cheating the very next year? Are you talking about them? Don't talk about Joe Kelly like that. My boys fell on the sword. You don't talk about my hero, Joe Kelly. <laughs> Former. God, I'm so excited for him to get shelled in the playoffs. He absolutely will not. Oh, you think so? Because they won't pitch him because he's not good enough. He On the roster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's a stud. Who also won a, a World Series ring with the Red Sox in 2018 while they were also cheating. Joe Kelly. World-famous hypocrite. Two-time World Series champion Joe Kelly played for the 2016 World Champion St. Louis Cardinals. Not 16, 11. Yeah, get it together. Not even a real fan. I'm very sad today. (laughs) (laughs) Poke the bear. You know what I did earlier just to make myself feel better? I was walking into work. There was was a mother pushing a baby in 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 a... What's that called? A cradle. Not a cradle. What's that called? Push a baby in. Oh, my God. I, I speak for a living. How <laughs> how disconnected from the world of parents are you? <laughs> she was eating She was eating candy. The stroller, Fred. A stroller. <laughs> the baby was eating candy in the stroller. You know what I did? You punched that baby straight in the face. Took that candy right <laughs> from her. 
Just so I could feel a glimpse of joy okay. from where I'm at. Man, that's horrible. Yeah, because I'm sad by Tao. <laughs> Snap on. Yeah, the Marlins pitching's good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, shout out to a friend of the show. Okay. USA Today's Bob Nightingale. Oh, how's he doing? He predicted the Marlins were going to be good. When they got off to their hot start, he said, no, these kids are legit. They have some really good arms. And he lo said, and behold. He said he, he he could see them going to the ALCS. What? The Marlins? That would be weird since they're in the National Yeah, League. the NLCS. Oh, I'm sorry. That would be, that'd be quite the feat. They, won't, they will said, not. He said they would get to the Final Four. Yeah, that's bonkers. Yeah. They will not, they will not beat the Atlanta Braves. Whew. I don't know. I didn't think they'd beat the Cubs. The Cubs are garbage. How, how, what did the Cubs organization do? They had a to goat. sell their soul. There was a Billy Goat to get that one championship. Look like they're about to be a dynasty, and just turn into a dumpster fire. It's the way. I'll tell you what happened, and this that is serious. With a lot of teams, you know, you get a young team, and then they sit there and win like the Chiefs, and say, "Oh my gosh, Mahomes is going to be there forever." Well, and, he will. And yeah, but I mean, oh, they're going to win multiple. And does it really happen when you look at the history of how a lot of young teams and dynasties are? The only one I can think of recently is the Patriots. I love that you brought this up because I actually have the answer: Patriots and Celtics in professional sports. Like that's it, right? The Yankees have had plenty of downturns. The LeBrons. Every team LeBron's been on? Yes. <laughs> so the difference in the Kansas City Chiefs and the Cubs, if I tell, is the Chiefs paid Patrick Mahomes a billion dollars the moment they could. And what that does is that shows the Chiefs these dudes are in. The Cubs put Chris Bryant down in the minor leagues to start his first year of arbitration-eligible seasons, and every young player in the world said, forget the Cubs. True. They don't care about me long term. They're going to let me sit downstairs for 15 or 16 games or whatever the thing was and then bring me up. That's the Cubs' problem. Yeah, you're right. They don't care about your players. Players! <laughs> we need to grab a break. Okay. We are, I don't know, not that long. 30 short minutes away from Alexis Johnson. Excited for this. I got a, I got, a, I got some hardballs. Okay. I want to talk about youth sports in the state. All right. Yeah, you're going to be in a position to make some changes? Let's have those talks. Dave and Busters presents ABQ Central live from the ABQ Act Studio, powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We're getting strong with the Vol Strong. 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. I uh, was having a hard time falling asleep last night yesterday. Okay. So I just read the last page to Shell Silverstein's The Giving Tree. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because I was so sad. Oh, my God. Oh, man. That's such a good one. So whenever you're feeling down in a dump, Fred, I got some advice. Look at how the Cubs are managed by their front office and feel better. Watch the last five minutes of Old Yeller over and over and over again. Deal. Okay. <laughs> That'll pep you up. Just... There's nothing, there's nothing worse than being melancholy. You know, Fred, you got to... I know you're sad. I know you're not doing great. Thank you. I don't know. I didn't know that was a. At least you're not a Cubs fan. God, that'd be the worst. Goodness. All right, tell me, is this the definition of Cubs fan? What happened? A feeling of pensive sadness, typically with no obvious cause, or is that melancholy? (laughs) Can you imagine going to like a monster truck event, like a monster truck, like jump dirt? 
like like twenty dollars for your seat, but you'll only need the edge. I think, except for yeah, I can, I totally yeah. can. But then, like, not being super excited about it. I think, except for Bill Murray, <laughs> Eddie Vedder. Every Cubs fan, including Eddie Vedder, except for Bill Murray, every Cubs fan I know is the worst. The worst. The worst. Cannot have a conversation with one. Oh, my God. A, I grew up in Chicago. There's an old saying, but after the seventh inning, even before the seventh inning, most Cub fans are drunk and don't know the score or don't know what their team's doing. That's from a Sox fan, White Sox fan. And they'll apply this to everything else in their life. Yeah. Like, like you don't talk about my boys. They're not your boys. It's not like you're a Cardinals fan where you have actual connection with the team, like me. Yeah, I mean, the 108 years, lovable losers. That was a cool story for three months. You traded Lou Brock. Speaking of three months, that's as long as it took for all the Cubs fans to jump off the bandwagon. Yeah. How many more Cub fans jumped on after that they won? So I, I have no Seriously. idea. And then jumped back off. Yeah. yeah. Came how to many- their senses. How many Cubs fans rolled their ankles this year when they jumped off that bandwagon? That's what I want to know. Cubs may lately. <laughs> They're fair weather, indeed. Just the way they look. Goodness. You know what they do have? Well, I, I actually can't think of anything positive. I was trying. I really tried. Cubs fandom is fading faster than Sammy Sosa's skin. All right, so that's... <laughs> That's a multi-level joke. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of layers. It's like Shrek's <laughs> onion. 1998 saved baseball. Thanks, Sammy. Big shout out. Cubs fandom is so bad. How bad is it? They took it to Walter Reed Medical Center to, <laughs> to try to save it. Oh. oh, man. Politics are weird right now. Aren't they? If we did that show. We're maybe, not doing that shit. Maybe that's why I'm sad. Yeah. You ever been to Wrigley? No, it is on the list, though. All right, so I've been. If I tell you you've been. I probably would have been there already I used if to it sit, wasn't I used filled to, with Cubs fans. <laughs> I used to sit out there in the bleachers, and people would be drinking their old old styles. Old styles is Chicago beer. Which is also horrible. Got a good logo. Chicago will forever be like the fourth city. Like I grew up in Illinois. I grew up in East St. Louis, which is like the literal like armpit of America. But like Chicago is not New York. It's not LA. It's not Houston. Mm-mm. It's none of those places. I'm not even arguing. It's not Seattle. Oh my God. I got to send it's, a really big apology to who? To, oh. Cub, to Cubs nation right now. Okay. I can't believe I forgot about Harry Carey. Yes. Car- former St. Louis Cardinal broadcaster Harry Carey. <laughs> so shout out to Bill Murray. Shout out to Harry Carey. Shout out to Will Farrell's impersonation of Harry Carey, <laughs> which made him relevant nationwide. Worst logo in all the sports, too? It's Yes. Yeah. Hard yes. Yeah. Hey, Wrigley, can we just use your font? Hey, gum company. We're going to make a letter. A field named after gum. So stupid. NBA, when we get back from the break. Gum. <laughs> Dave Busters presents ABQ Central Live from the ABQX studio. Powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I9. We're getting strong.
with Evolve Strong, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. It's the 8 o'clock hour of the program. Immediately after the show today, I'm going down to the Humane Society. What I'm going to do is I'm going to pick out a puppy. I'm going to walk it. I'm going to pet it. I'm going to feed it treats from my hand. I'm going to scratch this little earsies. I'm going to get so excited to leave and go to its forever home. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do after that? Just leave. I'm just going to turn around and leave. That way I'll feel a little bit happier than what I currently am. Because I am so I got a book sad. for you. A little chicken soup for the Cardinals fan soul. Okay. Yeah. You should read it. He'll do you some good. So we're calling an audible. Okay. So Alexis Johnson, I had announced was going to be 815. What I meant was she's going to be right now. Oh, my goodness. So what Alexis, a lovely surprise. What a lovely surprise. Alexis Johnson, U.S. Congress nominee, at Alexis Johnson's NM on the Twitter, AlexisJohnsonNM.com. Good morning, Alexis. How are you? Oh, good morning. Is that Fred and Ben? Yes, ma'am. Yes, it is. Good morning, Alexis. Buenos dias. Aw. Buenos dias, and thanks for having me. I love this. It is the absolute week to have you on because politics is the only conversation outside of sports in my world, and you and I met late last week because I had a bunch of questions about you sports here in New Mexico, but before we jump into that, Alexis, can you maybe a little bit for our listener, tell us about yourself and tell you, tell everyone what's going on? Sure. You know, my name is Alexis Martinez Johnson, and I'm running for U.S. Congress in District 3. And what that encompasses is basically a little part of Albuquerque where Ventana Ranch and Paradise Hills is, all of Rio Rancho, Santa Fe, everything up north from the east to the west. And we also dip down into Clovis and Roosevelt County. So it includes Navajo Nation, Ardenet lands, Hecari Apache lands, also all the Pueblos along the Rio Grande. So I'm very excited to be representing uh, the everyday New Mexican. I'm an environmental engineer by trade. I'm pro-gun, I'm pro-life, and I'm here to make sure that our American values continue. So that's a little bit about me. I am married about 10 years now. I have four beautiful children, and we live in Santa Fe. We go back between there and uh, Las Vegas, New Mexico. So, yeah, just excited to be on, excited to be uh, bringing out new voices and some that aren't really heard in media. Van, I met Alexis uh, a weekish ago as I had some questions about youth sports here in the state. And I said, I said, well, I, you know, I could talk to who's currently doing it. I said, but I mean, the election's coming up. Let's, let's find who's going to, who's going to be doing it next. Right. And, and Alexis kind of jumped to the top for me when I was looking at potential candidates. And Alexis, I was asking you like COVID-19, like the state, its trajectory, what's going on, how it's been handled, the response to it. Can you kind of talk about your interpretation of how the state has handled COVID-19 as it relates to like uh, like athletics and sports and the impact of the community? Well, you know, I just want to say, for my story, sports is really huge. As a little girl growing up on the south side of Roswell, you know, I was involved in sports. I came from humble beginnings, and that kind of it kept me out of trouble, kept me out of anything that I shouldn't be doing. It allowed me to understand what it means to overcome, to persevere, when to have the ball, when not to have the ball, when to do the pass, right? So it really not only gives you that interpersonal skills, but it gives you life skills. And when the youth are not involved in those sports, 
is extremely detrimental to growth. So with the closures that we have had here in New Mexico on the schools and also with sports, what I hear on the ground is I heard the story of a mother there, and I believe she was from the Española area, and she said that her, her son came to her and said, Mom, you know, why, why can't I go and practice sports? And United is able to have their sports. So what's interesting is the mother didn't have an answer for the son, and she, but she seemed, you know, disappointed and dismayed. But we see that the children are watching, and they're questioning. So it's, I think that an extreme shutdown of the entire state of New Mexico maybe was okay for a temporary situation, but for those areas of low risk where you have very low numbers, you know, I don't think that our children should be without their sports. And I really think it would be healthier for kids to get involved in sports. You know, in, in Santa Fe, we've had three COVID deaths. I don't know if there's been any more since the last time I checked, but there's also been three homicides of juveniles. And one was a, a kind of famous in the local area of Santa Fe in the high school. He's a basketball player. He excelled in the sport in the high school. He's going to go on to a, a career pretty much in college, you know, on a, on a scholarship from what I understand, and, you know, shot to death. So we have to ask ourselves, is extreme in the shutdown, is that okay for the youth? And does it, in fact, have indirect consequences, which can be fatal? So, you know, these are questions we ask, and I think that I don't believe in any, any type of extremism. I think we need to work with the community and work with state legislators so that they can make the decisions. I think public health orders should be temporary based on the science. But it looks like the gating criteria is all met in New Mexico. So I don't know why we're holding back, uh, especially youth, especially outdoors. You know, they can all do exercises at a distance and what have you, at least for training. So I'd like to see things open up. Yeah, you you referenced uh, J.B. White, Santa Fe's um, prep basketball player is going to play for the Lobos. So rest in peace, J.B. White, and condolences yeah. to his family. Uh, so, yes, thank you. You know, we partner with I Nine Sports, and we're very passionate about the community, and especially the children in the community. And we want to make sure they have all the opportunities that are available to them. What What is your vision going forward after the election for youth sports, and you know, bringing more sports to New Mexico and the Albuquerque area in general? You know, I know that politics doesn't always go into sports. I would like to see more infrastructure, and a part of that infrastructure would be more facilities to host perhaps international exhibitions, you know, like USA and Mexico, you know, and soccer or what have you. You know, we're so close to the border. Why couldn't we do that here, you know, in Albuquerque? And what I see as far as for the youth, you know, we could have a benefit for the youth. They could use these facilities. You know, they can become uh, they can have higher aspirations to actually work on the international scale, or just your everyday, you know, intramural and club sports. You just have these, uh, the facilities and the general business. So you could also have a lot in training, and um, uh, for the for the different types of high altitude training that we have, I'd like to see more MMA facilities. You know, that would be great just to have more economy and more business here in New Mexico. So infrastructure with facilities and also road, roads, bridges, those are all necessary along, you know, big stadiums and what have you. 
Just to piggyback on that, I actually broadcast last year United States National Arena soccer team when they played host to, in Rio Rancho, the Mexico national soccer team for indoor soccer. And the turnout from both sides as far as, like, um, excitement and nationality from both countries was unmatched to anything I had been a part of outside of when I went to, like, a World Cup qualifier like years ago. So there, yeah, there's absolutely something fun about bringing in international flavor to, well, specifically like, like the United States, but New Mexico. Uh, my follow-up on that is whenever you and I sat down, Alexis, and talked, we had talked about um, what I feel to be a little bit of a, a quote-unquote pandemic, which is an appropriate word, of youth athletes right now currently leaving the Albuquerque area, currently leaving the Rio Rancho area, if not weekly, bi-weekly, to go to Arizona and Texas and Colorado to experience youth sports right now. Do you believe that if governed properly, there's a safe way to reintroduce youth athletics to keep our Albuquerque and Rio Rancho uh, young adults in Albuquerque and Rio Rancho in a safe, competitive environment? Or do you feel like that is still a little bit down the road in our current condition? You know, I think you bring up a great point. I think it's counter to what we're trying to do in regard to safety if you're going out of the state to other areas and then coming back in when we're trying to localize any type of COVID spread. We're seeing that the numbers have been reduced here in New Mexico in regard to the skating criteria being met. And I think it's really time that we open. I know that the coaches and the students and the parents are all taking this very seriously. They take their safety seriously. But that doesn't mean that we, in a crisis, we need to completely uh, shut down livelihoods. Let's think about innovative ways to practice for our children to go out and do their training at the very minimum. You know, if they're all spread out on a field, social distancing, even, you know, times two, that can be effective. So I cannot support the conditions in New Mexico where athletes and students are going out of the state. You know, the whole idea was to contain uh, any type of spread. And what you're seeing there is a more of a spread, more of a movement. So if we ease up on the restrictions, we can have our youth stay in town and have that economy here in Albuquerque, here in Rio Rancho, in the greater northern New Mexico, instead of giving those dollars to, you know, hotels, to other states that are reaping in, you know, our, our money. You know, I'd like to see things in New Mexico, stay in New Mexico. Yeah, so the 3rd Congressional District is a very varying district. How can you balance the needs of such different populations when it comes to, you know, the, the ideas we've been talking about, how, in, you know, enhancing sports business is concerned in New Mexico? Well, I think, you know, not just in our more urban areas, such as Albuquerque or Rio Rancho, but we need to see some type of training or vocations in the areas of sports, such as sports tourism, media, you know, not only athletes, but if you're thinking about um, agents and uh, business persons, I'd like to see some vocational training where we didn't have to go out of state and, you know, get people from other areas of the United States to promote some of our athletes, such as, you know, Holly Holm or um, the late Johnny Poppy and things like this. Have it in New Mexico like we've had uh, before. I'd like to see career pathways. And in Congress, you know, I really would like to come back to my constituents and see what the needs are. And I'm not here to be anyone's boss. I am here to be a servant leader and work in the best interest of this sports community and all the other greater community we have. Yeah, to follow up on that, Alexis, uh, friend of the show, Greg Jackson of Jackson Wink, 
has really set the standard here for like homegrown sports business. Is there anything you could take from that organization? And like, what what would you suggest that other local sports businesses should do to get that kind of growth? Yeah, that's a great question. And it's an innovative question because we're really wanting to work together from the community and also business people. And what can we do on a government level to provide opportunity in New Mexico? So I would like to have, you know, offices where we can get together. This is with, you know, Mr. Jackson and other uh, business persons in sports to see what their needs are, what they would like to see, and what we can work on to make a better economy here. And not only a better economy, but a better future for our kids. Alexis Johnson, alexisjohnsonnm.com, Alexis Johnson for Congress. You can find her on her website. Alexis, anything we missed you want to make mention of before we let you go? You know, I just want to say muchísimas gracias. Thank you guys so much for you know stepping out of the realm of the sports and seeing how that can work in with uh, you know government and opening. We've seen a huge effect on it. So thank you for your time and get out and vote. You know, whoever you vote for, it's important. Your vote really does count this election. So please, whatever political party you are, get out and vote your values. Early voting begins with your absentee ballots here this second week of October. You can go in to early vote after October, around October 17th. And so uh, please get out and vote. You want more information? AlexisJohnsonNM.com. Thank you so much. Thank you, Alexis. Thanks, Alexis. Thank you. That's nice. That's a nice thing. Sure. Because politics are such a part of sports now. And to know that that's on the radar, and it's not just Alexis. Maybe Alexis doesn't align with you morally or logistically or whatever. But, like, know that that conversation is being had at, like, a representative level. I love that. I mean, within all fairness to to the, uh, you know, equal time rule. Within all fairness. To be equal time fair rule. Yeah. We reached out to the opponent as well yes. to, to you know ask them about the same topic, and they have the option of coming on and discussing this as well. But I mean, without getting like too political and diving yeah. too much into to topics that might polarize our audience, that we wanted to touch on, you know, the future of sports and you know keeping kids safe here. And I think Alexis did a great job. Yeah. Well, and, and I think the listener is aware we do a lot outside the show. Sure. And this whole conversation originated in an effort to really rejuvenize youth sports here in Albuquerque proper. And this was one of the many avenues that we were pursuing for information. Sure. So, yeah, Alexis, just overly kind, overly special, overly wonderful. AlexisJohnsonNM.com. If you are in her voting region, that is an option for you. When we get back, we'll talk to LeBron. LeBron, LeBron. LeBron. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the ABQX studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We're getting strong with Evolve Strong. 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. In, a, uh, in an effort to make myself feel better, I'm so sad today. Sure. I started looking up climate change statistics. Oh, really? How's yeah. that going? It's helping a little bit. Huh. I, was, I was so low. That the like all encompassing no longer 
avoidable self-destruction of our planet due to climate change has made me feel better. Oh, well, I've been told by my friend's least educated aunt on Facebook okay. that climate change is a hoax as well as a coronavirus. No, 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 you're confused. Oh, is that not true? So I saw it on Facebook, Fred. Your, would you, would you say it was your old high school friend's aunt? Yeah, yeah. Um, least so, educated. Aunt. Okay. Yeah, not like the one that went to college. No, 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 no. Not even the one that like just got the FAFSA and then never went to junior college. Yeah. You don't know this about me, but my thoughts and dreams are narrated by Sir David Attenberg. Oh, that's a really good one. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of prefer Morgan Freeman. Okay. Yeah. Every other day during this political climate, I see a quote where he hates Black History Month. Oh, wait. Hold on. Yep. Rewind that. It's pulled out of it's pulled out of uh context. Yeah, naturally. LeBron James just won the NBA title. The Larry O'Brien is currently residing in Los Angeles. Is that what it's called? Larry, D- Larry David. Larry David. Okay, so the Larry David trophy. <laughs> currently residing in Los Angeles as the Los Angeles Lakers have swept the Miami Heat out of the NBA Finals. My condolences to my father, Jimmy Butler. They had a good run, though. They got to be proud of what they did this year. Caught the injury bug. Yeah. A little too hurt. A lot of upsets. What, they're the five seed, right? Right, Vitale? They're the five seed? Is that correct? The five yeah, seed. Five. The five. That's really good. It's fun to be in the mix. Sure. It's an honor just to be nominated. But it's hard when you're playing against a billionaire. Sure. Because LeBron James is a billionaire. Yeah. He's a fighter. You know that phrase? He's a fighter. You don't believe me? Check out that hairline. He's been fighting that hairline yes. for years. His salary is 37.44 mil. And that's on the low end. He could get way more. Did you see in this press conference yesterday after the game, the this reporter says, LeBron, there's a report that two of your rookie cards sold for $1.8 million and $900,000 respectively. Do you, have an, uh, do you have a reaction to that? <clears throat> LeBron says. Well, that's good because uh, – I got two of them. <laughs> oh, how funny. There was actually a more heartfelt thing about growing up humble and how he never heard numbers that high as a kid and his success in striving. But that's not the punchline. Yeah, for sure. The punchline not is. Not the punchline. He's got a couple of his own rookie cards. So no matter what, team what he, you think about the history of basketball. I thought you were going to say what team he plays for because he wins ships. Yeah, he will. No matter what your argument is, he's either – one or two. And to me, it's 1A and 1B. How can he be one or two when he's number three on his own team? Okay, here we go. Jokes. You got jokes, Vital. Who you got, Vital? Greatest MJ all- or LBJ? The boat. Who's the best of all time? Uh, I'll say MJ. You got MJ. Yeah. What? And then, and then your easy number two answer is LeBron. Will, Will right? Chamberlain. Oh. Yeah? He agrees. And then uh, th- uh, third, no, second would be Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, then... LeBron. Oh, really now? Okay. Okay. Well, you get a two-minute uh, yeah, timeout. that's a fabulously bad <laughs> list. Yeah, you don't even know Abdul-Jabbar's career. Uh, yeah, I saw Airplane. It was hilarious. Very you did a, good. You did a very good job. It's an excellent movie. Yeah. I also saw 
Enter the Dragon. I also did wonderful. He almost beat up Bruce Lee. I also he has a great movie career. I speak jive. So <laughs> There's some brilliance Here, out there. Here's my thing, Fredo. Yes. You're about to see another Lakers dynasty. Led by? Well, naturally, the the brow. Yeah. But who's getting them to L.A.? Well, LeBron James's production company. Well, yes, because LeBron James's production company put the team on the floor, coaches the team, yeah. runs the front office, uh-huh. yep. will star in movies. I don't know how long Space Jam 2 has been coming out, but... You can't release it in 2020. No, you cannot. No. Absolutely not. Yeah, put that on the shelf. Back burner, that sucker. I will Amazon Prime the Bill and Ted movie right now from home. Wait, is that out? I think it's out. Speaking of Amazon Prime, stoked for Borat 2. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, we got a little little Marty boy. Take a little little phone call, boy. All righty. Marty's joining the program. Hopefully he's talking NBA with us. Good morning, Marty. How are you? Oh, definitely, guys. Uh, right off the bat, disagree on the Kareem take. Um, yeah. I think it's all terrible. That's not the purpose of my call. That's not <laughs> the purpose of my call. Um, I think Kareem was just an unstoppable force. Um, you couldn't stop that shot. You could only learn to hate it. That was about it. You Love couldn't that. stop it. Um, but that's not the reason I was calling. All the talk in the off season to me was about these dynamic duos. And really, there's only one dynamic duel, and that's AD and LeBron. I felt all along that Kawhi and George, I you know George, everybody as much as as much as they want to make him to be a number one, I always thought he's like a tier two player. The same can be said about Giannis and Singleton. And I can go on and on. Harden, Westbrook, are these guys really? two tier one players. There's only one team in the league that has two tier two tier one players. That's the Lakers. You're using um, and I knew if they all clicked right and everything got and I knew they'd get along. They're perfect for each other. Personalities are just perfect for each other. Cause as we know in basketball it's all about egos and who's got the rock last and that's why Kyrie and LeBron never worked. Um and I think Kyrie thinks he's better than what he really is. That kind of thing. And I don't know. I mean, that's a potential team there next year that could be, you know, with Durant. But um, I'll let you guys I'll let you guys go, but I wanted to say this. I actually think AD right now, with the air we breathe right now, is the best player in the league. 100%. I know that we go off the pass for a lot of stuff in sports. Uh, for example, I think we still think the Ravens' defense is great. But – Things like that, and I can go on and on and give you different examples. But I think AD right now is the best player in the league. And I felt that a couple of years ago that he had the potential to be. He was just on the wrong team. But I just wanted to get your guys' your guys' thoughts on that. Get Marty. You're, you're seeing his greatness right now. Yeah. Like he can dominate a basketball game, and he hasn't even really had to bring his A game against a depleted Heat team. Um, for me, it's still Giannis. I think Giannis is the most dominant player in basketball, but I am not mad at anybody who says AD is 1A. First of all, give Marty his own show. <laughs> Marty knows what's up. Marty talks sports. I'm going to give you... He's, he's one of our best callers. Yeah, I hear him throughout the week. He knows what's up. I'm giving you NBA Jam rules right now, okay? Jokic and Murray. Are you taking them over LeBron and AD? Nope. 
Leonard and George. Obviously not. Especially playoff P. Regular season against the Hornets P. I'll take him. My father, Jimmy Butler, and either Bam. Uh, let's just go Bam. You taking them over AD and LeBron? No. Well, I mean, it's it's Hero. It's your father and Tyler Hero. Stop. <laughs> Harden and Westbrook. Uh, that's I think that's the only other. I mean, they're both MVPs. The they, Greek. They for- both were the best player in the league. So I think that's the only one that can compare to LeBron and AD. The Freak and Middleton could compare, maybe. I don't think so. I don't no. Think, okay. I don't think Middleton's a a tier one guy. He's not on. He's not on my my MVP tracker. Nope. No. No. Yeah, but that dynamic duo, NBA Jam rules. Sure. But you can only pick two. Mm-hmm. It's not even close. It's Make not even mean. close. I know you love Rajon play LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> he went thirty three nine and nine. And he didn't break a sweat last night. It's unreal. He's still LeBron James. People love hating on LeBron James. LeBron James has been LeBron James for two decades. He's still the best player on the planet. We can argue over who's second best. Are you you only talking about a 17-year career at this point? Did you hear what I just said? Uh Uh-huh. Sure did. Okay. We had the same birthday. Did I tell you that? Back to my segue here. Talk about two different (laughs) lives. The Lakers have an upcoming dynasty. Yes. They're going to have some cap space once they get rid of a couple contracts. Everybody who wants to chase a ring is going to want to play for the twilight of LeBron's career and with the upcoming stud. Well, not even upcoming. He's he's here. The stud. The stud. AD. The brow. He ain't going nowhere. He's going to be a stud, barring injury, for a decade. They're Like, the Bus family trust... Is going to do something weird to where they be like, all right, let's, all right, so our, our head coach is LeBron. Our GM is LeBron. You do a little Pete Rose player coach That's thing? That's what I'm saying. That'd we're like, amazing. So, what we're going to do is we're actually going to pay his salary out of the administrative costs. So, we're going to save a little bit of money here. Uh, by the way, um, this is just a side note of an announcement. Um, our new vending company is LeBron Enterprises. So, and our production, our production our company. Our production, yeah. yeah. Um, all the parking lots outside, uh, we recently sold. To LeBron James, uh, LJ23 uh, Industries. Mm-hmm. So all of your parking fees will go to that. Because uh, that's what's going to happen. They're going to come up with money in the weirdest ways. When they pull up to LBJ yeah. Stadium. Well, they, they, yeah, they, yes. take, they take a left off of LBJ Lane. Correct. Into the LBJ Stadium. Every single giveaway is like a Space Jam promotional night. <laughs> Welcome to Game 34, where it's Space Jam giveaway again. How did the Lakers do it? They convinced the fill-in-the-blank to wear the Monstars jerseys tonight. <laughs> as the, the LeBron Lakers take on the Miami Monstars. Because that's, that's what's going to happen. Because LeBron James is not just bigger than basketball. All right, the number one all-time is, like, worldwide, probably Ronaldo. Probably Ronaldo. Right? Sure. Number two, probably Tiger. I think Messi might be bigger than Ronaldo. Okay, so Messi or Ronaldo. I'll go either. Yeah. I'll play with you in this game. Sure. And then you're probably in like a Tiger-Jordan conversation after that. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's LeBron. Sure. All time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The silhouette of the brow, though. That's so good. So good. I love seagulls, too. 
I'm with Marty. I used to draw his eyebrows when I was a kid. I thought I was pretty creative. I'm so happy about Marty's call that I'm almost not sad. Aww. The only thing I do to make me feel better is to run. Run so far away. It's a Flock of Seagulls reference. Vital, I got you. Dave & Buster presents ABQ Central live from the ABQ Act Studio. Powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We're getting strong with Evolve Strong. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. At Walgreens, we've always been a place that keeps you prepped, stocked, covered, hopeful, ready, and most importantly, safe. Get the health and safety essentials you need like masks, hand sanitizer, and household cleaners with contactless curbside and drive through pickup. Right now, buy one, get one free. Select vitamins and supplements. Walgreens, everyone's place for healthy and safe. Valid through 1031. Restrictions and exclusions apply. See Walgreens.com for details. School goes on. And Staples has everything your student needs to learn from anywhere. Notebooks to sanitizer, laptops to project boards. And all at amazing prices. This week, 10 packs of Crayola fine tip markers and Staples exclusives. Crayola 12-pack markers and 12-pack colored pencils with sharpener are just 97 cents each. Shop in-store, pick up curbside, or order online. School on, save on at Staples. Ends 10-10. While supplies last, limit 30 in-store. Limits vary online. Curbside available in most stores. Are you behind on your credit card payments? Do you have $10,000 or more in credit card debt? There's a secret program that credit card companies don't want you to know about. This program allows you to settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. Rescue One Financial would like to give you free information on this life-changing program. In fact, the program is guaranteed to save you money or you owe nothing. If you're tired of the penalties and late fees, call Rescue One Financial right now. See how much you can save in the first free call. Don't let the credit card companies fool you. You can let Rescue One Financial help you settle your credit card debt for a fraction of what you owe. The call is free. The information is free. And debt forgiveness is just a phone call away. Call 800-297-5205. That's 800-297-5205. Get out of debt faster. Save thousands and get peace of mind. Call now. 800-297-5205. 800-297-5205. Fall is a season that's a little in the middle. It's sort of the best of two seasons. It's no longer a sweaty summer, but the winter chill is still around the corner. And that's the perfect time to feed and seed your lawn with Scott's Turf Builder. Even better than spring. Because the soil is still warm, but the air is getting cool. So your lawn gets the most nutrients in the best combination of temperatures. Feed and seed now with Scott's Turf Builder. And build the best lawn for every season. Scott's. It's good out here. Whether you want the new oven for that old family recipe or the more efficient washer to shorten laundry day, the Home Depot can help you find the appliances you need faster and easier with top brands like Samsung, GE, LG, and Frigidaire, and free delivery. You can bring style and function home with fall savings on your next appliance at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Free delivery on purchases $396 or more, valid through October 21st, U.S. only. The Sports Bar with Michael and Mike. Weekdays at 3, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports I was just thinking about pre-COVID one time. I was taking a flight. I was taking a United Airlines flight. And the stewardess came by and she was like, uh, she's like, peanuts, soda, 
I was like, yeah, that's really nice or whatever. I was like, can I get the whole can? She said, no. I was, I was thinking about that to make me happier. Because uh, that was so sad then. Well, does it make you happier that you get the whole can now that and it's sealed? And you ain't going to get no Corvids? They don't even give you water anymore. Oh, sure they do. That's how we... I, I kind of fly too much during COVID-19. I've only done the one. It was scary. I was on, I was legit scared. How sad is Hey, it? if you want me to pep you up, Fred, I made a I cut a special movie just for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's the beginning of Saving Private Ryan. Oh, yeah. And the end of Titanic. Smart. Now I just splice them together. It's pretty good. You should watch it. I um what? <laughs> It'll make you feel great. <laughs> the reason I'm so sad today is the passing of Major League Baseball. I want to use the word Hall of Famer, but is that bigger than legend? If you change the logo to the peak of his windup, yeah. I wouldn't be mad. Bob Gibson passed away yesterday. Tough tough month for Cardinal fans. Well, tough day. Yeah. Yeah. Lou Brock also passed yeah, away. Yeah, huh? Lou Brock as well, but... Yes, last night especially was rough. I sent you a, a condolence text. Thank you. About the game. Mm-hmm. And, and you called me, and you said, guess what else happened? Yes. <laughs> Rest in peace, Bob Gibson. Absolute legend. How many years does it take to get 100 wins? Ten. Okay. He got him in five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He had five 21 seasons. Isn't that crazy? And there are guys, like if you're a Dodger fan, like like Sandy Koufax. Like I I mean I get it. If you're if you're a Giants fan, like um uh, oh gosh, on tip my tip. Juan Marichal. Is that right? Mar Marish Marichal? Yeah, Juan Marichal. Like there are guys like oh cool, we, you know, these guys are really challenging the rule base here. You know, they're doing things a little Bob Gibson, they lowered the mound. They lowered the mound. Not just like an inch. No. They lowered the mound 150% from 15 to 10 inches. Cut a third out that mother because he was so dominant. 250 plus complete games. They don't make them like that anymore. So I'm sad. I'm sad. I know you drop Stan Musial. All the time. A lot. All the time. But Bob Gibson is the two words that come out of your mouth the second most after Stan Musial. It's not even close. And if and you casual baseball fan, do some Google work on Bob Gibson's career. Because they literally changed the rules of baseball because this guy was so good. 1968, for his standards, he started off kind of average. <laughs> he had 28 complete games, 13 shutouts. And there was a stretch from June 6th to July 30th. He won... 11 straight starts, all of them were complete games and allowed only three runs. Because of him, they changed the rules of baseball. 
I want you, I want you to put this into perspective. Here, that's well, eleven games. Yeah, nine innings every game, three runs. That's ninety nine innings, and he only gave up three runs. But then there was no talent in the league in nineteen sixty eight. I'm about to run some names for you. Hit me with them: Carly Skrinsky, Pete Rose, Frank Howard, Willie McCovey. Like these guys were all in the league at the time. Lou Brock, who I just talked about briefly. Bert Campanaris. Like there oh, are Frank Robinson. Right. Frank Robinson. There are I mean Joe Morgan. This is the league was as good as it had ever been in nineteen sixty eight. And the best guy in it. Nolan Ryan. That's crazy to think about. Nolan Ryan wears Bob Gibson pajamas. Tom Seaver. Tom talked about him. The AL um Oh, shoot. I had it on the tip of my tongue. The AL – oh, gosh. What was the pitcher for the, the Pirates? Denny McClain. Like, had more wins than Lou Brock. But why? <laughs> like <laughs> – or not Lou Brock, Bob Gibson. Bob Gibson. He had 31 wins there. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't – the – it's unmatched to me. Like, I just like how much <sighs> – greatness there has been in sports that we so like easily wash away because of like recency bias sure yeah yeah like we joked earlier like vital was like kareem abdul jabbar and i was like i was like the guy from full house (laughs) did you know the nfl leader in sacks is actually the host of the today show yeah like the host of yeah the host of good morning america that's how i know michael strahan a season sack yeah. leader. I did not know John Madden was a football coach before <laughs> I knew he was a broadcaster. Oh, you mean video game maker extraordinaire yes, John Madden? That is exactly who I'm talking about. So, anyways, if you got a love for the game, if you got a love for pitching, hey, just go back to the '68 season. YouTube exists. You can see yeah. highlights. Cardinals Tigers was the World Series that year. One of the 11 that the Cardinals have. So I'm sad today. Am I sadder than the Tennessee Titans? You know, speaking of Bob Gibson, congratulations oh. to the San Diego Padres on their big okay. come-from-behind win. I was going to go. How about them Padres, Vital? Trying to go to football were here. You, were you worried your World Series pick was going to lose their first series? Uh, no. Uh, the, you, slam, the slamming Padres, they look pretty good. And what, a, what a catch at the end there by uh, Tatis. Oh, Slam Diego. Cool. Can we just talk about Will Myers, too, and how freaking great he is? <laughs> you just want to do that? You want to do this whole thing? Uh, yeah. uh, Manny Machado, uh, since since the exurgence Ooh, he, uh, of Fernando Tatis, has really taken his uh, playing to an excellent... Yes, we get it. He earned his money this year. They're world beaters. So good. We're gonna They're going to lose in four straight to the Dodgers. Yeah, we know that's not going to happen. Or is it a five-game series? This is how little I care about baseball anymore. Oh, you get out. It's five. No, change, I don't change care. Change your two, dude. I don't care. Baseball's dead to me. <laughs> what did baseball and Bob Gibson have in common? Oh, I man. love them both is the answer. <laughs> when, the, when you beat me to a joke <laughs> by like half a second... I am so happy and so enraged at the same time. It's so weird. 
check your fantasy lineup. If you got a if you got a single Titans player, they can't go on IR, man. This is going to call it a bye week. So we're not playing. Oh man, what a shame. This is this is what we expected, right? Naturally. So the number I see right now is they're up to like 16 people or something. 16 COVID-19s. Yuck. Not all players. And on the other side of the coin, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Ain't that some Stanley Cup Stanley Cup champs. How would you celebrate that? How would you celebrate a big old win down there in Tampa Bay? Man, I'd probably do a Zoom and like invite all my all my fans, yes. all my all my biggest uh biggest allies in the Correct. sports world. Yes. We'll celebrate together. Maybe have like a that's a, a can't miss a digital concert with uh, our favorite band. Mm-hmm. Give some speeches online. Anybody can watch. Correct. I'm in. Let's do it. Yeah. Oh no. What? Oh no. 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 We're gonna drive down a busy street and let people drink out of the Stanley Cup. Oh my God. <laughs> Vital. They took the Stanley Cup into the masses and allowed strangers during a pandemic. Yeah, I saw that. To consume what I believe was alcoholic beverage. I have no idea. Yeah, that's what you drink out of the Stanley Cup. What? What? How is every single day the weirdest month of my life? There's not a single day where I'm like, oh, this story can never be topped. Because I know it will tomorrow. President of the United States... Just got the Corvid. Tampa Bay does not have their finger on the pulse of what's going on. Strike that. Reverse it. I am so sorry. I forgot they're from Florida for a second. You're talking about the Tampa Bay Florida man. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so crazy. Had a fun day of sports talk today. Not a, not a mask in any of these pictures. No. Even if I was 200 feet away from that cup, I'd wear a mask. The biggest mask you've ever seen. <laughs> we get back. Today's I-9 Varsity is the Varsity of Sad Days. Dave and Busters presents ABQ Central Live from the ABQ Act Studio. Powered by New Mexico Pinon. Playing Team I-9. We're getting strong with Evolve Strong. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. Been having a sad day, Van. So sorry for you, buddy. Thank you. You had a rough night. Had a rough night. I was very sad. And you didn't have the crutch of alcohol to dull your senses because we're doing Sober October. We're doing Sober October. Sponsored by Evolve Strong. So we're excited to start working with them and getting our swole on. Taking my first class today at 10 a.m. I'm very excited for you. Today's today's I-9 Varsity. Check out I-9 Sports, 505-312-4999. Email leagueoffice280 at i9sports.com. Today's I-9 Varsity van is sad days, Okay. I'm going to throw you a softball to start off. Okay. Rainy days. Rainy days. Rainy days. Aww. Those are sad. You know what's sad? What's that? Dolphins, after they sexually assault seals, they show signs of depression. They're not sad. That's, what's that have to do with days? 
I mean, they do it on a day, oh, day to day. No, we're gonna throw that one out. <laughs> it's not gonna make the list. Hey, how about this? How about this? Mondays. Oh, somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Yeah, those are sad days. Yeah. You ever been a? You ever been single on Valentine's Day? Oh. That's, hey, Fred. Yeah. At your job, do people ever say? You got a case of the Mondays? Heck no, they don't say that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hell no, man. I believe they punch you straight in the face for that. How do you feel about April 15th? Oh, tax day. Yeah. Oh, that's a sad day. It's a sad day. Not for Trump. It's a pretty good day for him. What about What about Star of Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Charlie Day. Ooh. Yeah. He's not sad. Dynamic actor. He's he's very happy. He's doing very well. What about Felicia Day? Mm. She's she's not sad. Forest Day? Andrew Day O'Connor. Ooh. That's good a one. that's a good yeah. It's a very good, a good day. Good one. How about how about Green Day's American Idiot? <laughs> Is that a sad day? Yeah, it's a pretty decent day. Okay. How about the whole holiday season? For some people, yeah, definitely. All right, I got one for you, Vital. Daylight savings time. Which one? Fall back. <laughs> you don't. You don't. If you live in Arizona, you don't have to worry about that. That's it. Pack my bags. With your crippling depression, Fred. Yes, I thought spring forward. Would hit you would, hardest yeah. because you have to live for another hour that day. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. How about the day the music died? No, oh, it is. Yeah. It's a sad day. <laughs> Did you ever see uh, Gangs of New York? It's one of my favorites, buddy. Okay. Just asking because of Daniel Day Lewis. That's a very good day. Oh. That's one of my favorite days. What about Black Friday? Oh. It's a bad day. Yeah. That's a bad day. It's bad on the pocketbook. Yeah. The worst day of all the days. Yesterday. Yesterday was the worst. When all your troubles seem so far away? Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But literally for you, yesterday. Yes. When your second favorite player of all time and your team <sighs> season both died on the same day. That's and, rough. And I know this is an Albuquerque like centered talk show, but John Mazalock, the GM of the Cardinals, is going to come out and say, well, it was only a 60-game season. We weren't really able to analyze our talent on the field there, so we don't think any significant changes are going to be needed there on the field. Uh, we believe in our coaching staff. We believe in the organization. We believe that the fan base will return in droves when they're allowed to. So we're going to put absolutely zero dollars into this. <laughs> yeah. Gosh! We'll keep Paul Goldschmidt in a ragtag bunch of nobodies. Yeah. Uh, if you don't think that the next rookie upstart that we bring up from AAA, you know, that young, wiry, white outfielder that just like every kid in America can love can't protect Paul Goldschmidt in the number four spot, then you don't really have a strong concept of what baseball is. God. This makes me so mad. Yeah. Yeah. Birthdays. I feel like birthdays are sad. <laughs> if you're dead. 
<laughs> it's really rubbing it in. Gosh. Put it on your tombstone and everything. Why you got to put your birthday on a tombstone like some jerk? Why are you rubbing it in? Yeah. Uh-huh. You lived a little bit, huh? It's not very considerate yeah. of you. Tell me about your dash. Grave master. From the texter. <laughs> R.A.P. Bob Gibson. One of the best. Oh. That is true. That is true. Did you have fun with it today? It was another good program. C.J. Chavez, the owner that well, everything that is Evolve Strong, joined us, and that was tremendous. We're starting our Sober October journey this month. Details on how you can join us. The loose of it is, just go down to Evolve Strong and say, hey, the boys said. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, the boys sent us. And here's, it's like they got a Tuesday thing right now. They got a Tuesday thing. You can get all the details there. Yeah. But you want to work out with a trainer? Get one of your boys. Go down there and say, listen, look at me. I obviously need help. Talking you can to you. call them. We can call them. You can call or text us. We'll tell you all the specials. I mean, I mean. Or you just walk through the door. That's what I'm saying. Go drive down to Evolve Strong, park your car, leave your ego at home. They got a nice little hand washing station on the way in. Wash your hands, walk in, and some amazing person will help you. Trim your body. Transform your mind. I had a pretty bad day. What's that? No, I'm not going to do it. I can't. I can't. I'm not doing it. I want it. It's too much. I need off air. Nope. Not off air. The listeners here. Nope. (laughs) You can text us. 505-872-3408. Info at evolvestrong.com. Check them out. Big thank you to Alexis Johnson. Alexis Johnson came in. Politics and sports. I don't think they'll ever be separated. I appreciate her for bringing that on. Last chance. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. Not going to not gonna happen here? No. All the social media is at TalkABQ. Get Van's final punchline. <laughs> we'll give you the Patreon. Give us five bucks. Oh, man. Vital, you did so good today. I'm sorry you had a bad day. Thank you. I can't believe it took two hours for either one of you to say that to me. <laughs> I told you before we started. How dare you? If it doesn't have I called a- you last night. Can you believe this, Vitel? I hope he got it out of his system. I'm never being empathetic to you ever again. Any final words, man? Too much for the time allotted, my friend. Good job, everyone. GG. See you next week, Burke.